Let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. All you holy men and women in purgatory, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's a pleasure to have you all here. Thank you for coming. Um, we're going to talk about what Marian consecration is and why it's one of the best decisions you could ever make in your life. Uh, because um, all the saints all had a devotion to Mary. And if you want to be a saint, as we celebrated all saints yesterday, the question is, well, why wouldn't I have a devotion to Mary or um, consecrate myself to Mary? But I just want, you to, I just want to ask a question as I begin. Is um, whatever your life looks like now, uh, if I don't change right now, what will my life look like in five years? I think it's like always one of the best, most fundamental questions. If I don't change right now, what will my life look like in five years? And then as a church, if we don't change, what will the church look like in five years? And then we have all these uh, different programs to, to help the church change and, and get better, but really the fastest way is just to give them to Mother Mary. That's the fastest way for us to um, change, change the world, really, because no one changed the world faster than Mary by, by saying yes to Jesus. And some people, as I've encountered them, they wonder, why would I consecrate myself to Jesus through Mary? But maybe we just think about it at a very human level. Um, how did you come to know Jesus? Or how are you coming to know Jesus? Was it just through, like, yourself or was it through someone else? Was it through an invitation to an event? Or was it through your parents raising you in your faith? So all of us have encountered Jesus through someone, somehow, somewhere. And what we're calling ourselves to do through this Marian consecration is consecrating ourselves to Jesus. It's all about Jesus through Mary. So no one formed Jesus better than Mary. Think about just the very fact that Jesus dwelt in her womb for nine months. Um, thinking about that she gave God flesh. Like his heart came from her heart. Like it always just kind of blows my mind. Uh, and, and she helped raise him. She helped raise Jesus. So she might know a thing or two about a thing or two about how to make people holy. And just the word consecrate, what that means is to, is to set apart. So when we talk about marrying consecration, um, I'm going to go through a few different things and then what will be done, I have a handout for you to kind of let you think about this, because I don't want you to do it without praying about it. Um, but uh, marrying consecration is, is we're consecrating ourselves totally. <laughs> so it's total consecration to Jesus through Mary, which comes from St. Louis de Montfort. But that means everything. And we have 33 days to prepare for that process. And the thing is, you're called to reconsecrate yourself and do this 33-day process every year the rest of your life. I want to make sure that's, that's, that's like very clear. So what you're committing to by doing this is you're, you're consecrating um, your body, your soul, your possessions, your works, your entire life to the protection, the guidance, and intercession of the Blessed Mother. So that's like a really big deal. But if you think about Mary and how amazing she is, it's probably a really good idea to do it. And um, but the act of, uh, act of doing that uh, allows us to remain faithful to the Lord when things are difficult, especially when we find ourselves at the foot of the cross, we know that Mary is there. But also um, to know that 
if we, if we do this, there's going to be special graces for us. And one of the best ways that it was explained to me, it's like if you feel like your, your, your life or your spiritual life is kind of, I don't know, like a traffic jam right now. It's just not where you really want it to be. Consecrating oneself totally to Jesus through Mary is like moving from like a one-lane highway to like an eight-lane highway. And just grace seems to flow through that. And why would we give Mary everything? Well, it's because God did. God gave himself everything to Mary. So that would be like a really good reason why to do that. Now, as, as we go through this, um, I just want you to ask yourself if this is your first time doing this or is it your maybe seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time doing this? And the reason why I asked that is because the first time I did the Marian consecration, the advice that was given to me is don't do it alone. Do it with a group of people. Do it with a group of people. Don't do it alone. And the other one, other thing was, is, is know that the first week will be the hardest week. Because as soon as you and I start approaching holy things, the devil likes to throw the spirit of discouragement, impurity, frustration, laziness, slothfulness at us. Um, but if this is not your first time, this is maybe like your seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time of doing this, then ask yourself, are you here for yourself to consecrate yourself? Or are you here to do this for other people? So one thing that you can do once you start getting past year one, year two, is you start offering up your prayers for others. So you could offer up your, your consecration for your mom or your dad or for a brother or sister or for a, a, a loved one, a relative, a spouse. Or you could offer it up uh, for an enemy, somebody you really struggle with loving. Or you could offer it for the people in your Bible studies. Or you could offer it um, for the whole campus, really. Because when you start doing these disciplines, it's much easier to do these things when it's not about you. So Mary, when she gave God her yes, her fiat, she said that my life will never be about me again. Hence why in her Magnificat, she said, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. Everything she did wanted to point to Jesus. And by doing that, by doing this Marian consecration, you're gonna journey with four saints and the particular one that we're gonna do You'll journey with St. Louis de Montfort for a week. You'll journey with uh, Maximilian Kolbe, Mother Teresa, and John Paul II. And this is just one of many different versions, but this is the one that we're going to offer. Um, but if I had one word of advice as you do this, the, the easiest thing to do is to quit. And there might be days where you don't get all the disciplines done for this. My encouragement is just, just don't quit. Hence why I have a sign here. It's just, it says do it and don't quit. Okay? So as, as we go through this... Um, uh, maybe Jared, you could help me out here. If you could hand this out. Mm-hmm. If you could hand this out to people. So I have, I have a sheet I'm going to hand out to you. We're going to go over this because I have two options for the Marian consecration. Um, we have like a Marian consecration light, which is a very simple way of learning about Marian consecration, which I'll go over that first. Like what is Marian consecration um, and what will we be doing? And then I also have um, a faith overhaul option, which means like maybe you know that it's time to make some changes, and that one is going to have a lot of the disciplines that are associated with the Exodus 90 program or the Nineveh 90 or the Fiat 40 or 90 or 800 or whatever it is. Um, so there's different options that are available there. And I'll go through these, and if you have any questions, I just want to gently invite you just to raise your hand if you don't understand what something means. Um, because if you don't raise your hand, I assume you understand everything I'm saying. <laughs> okay? So uh, my, my uncle is a doctor. And uh, when my mother had a slight stroke last year around this time, um, he just said to us, if you don't ask the doctor questions, 
He just assumes you understand what they're saying. So if you have questions, feel free to do that. Um, thank you. So on the left side, it says total consecration to Jesus through Mary, and there's the light option, which is like the very basic option. So for 33 days, you're going to read each day this book. You have one day devotions, about usually a page and a half, two pages, pretty simple. Um, you're asked on the, the, the 33rd day or close to the end to go to confession. And when you go to confession, you, you start with the words, Father, I'm here to consecrate myself to Jesus through Mary. That just helps them understand why you're there. Um, and then our consecration date, when we'll do this, is uh, we'll have the 8.37 Mass in the morning. Uh, and we'll do a public consecration, which will mean you'll, you'll say a prayer publicly in front of everyone on Saturday the 12th. So you always start 33 days before some Marian feast day. And our particular feast day will be um, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And that'll start on Monday of next week. So that'll be when your journey starts. Uh, the whole thing is it's, it's full of prayer. And the whole purpose is to draw closer to Jesus through Mary. That's what it's all about. That's the basics, okay? Um, there's also the faith overhaul option, which again, it said has a lot of the disciplines that are associated with um, Exodus or Nineveh or the fiat programs. So that's going to be a lot of fasting. And I, I want you to think about, is this for me? Is it for somebody else? Because I can tell you a lot. I can tell you it's going to be a lot easier if you offer this up for other people instead of just yourself. So that would include no sweets or sweeteners for 33 days. Okay. So that means no, we're going to probably take a lot of stuff and Father Carr's place out of here, uh, not to tempt you too much. Um, but it also means like when I drink coffee, no sweeteners in my coffee for 33 days. Okay? Uh, it means no soda, no alcohol for 33 days. I have three meals per day with no snacking in between. And I want to say that with a caveat. Most of you are college students, right? So everything in here is done within reason. So if I'm feeling sick or I'm feeling lightheaded, and I'm so blinded by my own pride that I think that I can't quick eat something to like get over the hump so I can actually be attentive during class and not look like a zombie, um, please do that. Or if you're feeling sick, you know, all these disciplines go kind of out the water if you decide you want to do this, this right section here. Um, but it's three meals per day, uh, and that means also no snacking in between. Um, fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays. Fasting means you have one large meal or one normal-sized meal and two small ones. Um, that also would mean no meat on those days. Uh, that also means, the other, another discipline is only uplifting music. Uh, if you want a playlist, I can give you what I listen to, which you can probably assume it's Trinidad music. That's what I listen to from uplifting music. Um, only uplifting, uplifting podcasts. So that means any other ones, you got to unsubscribe from them. Uh, only uplifting radio and only uplifting apps. So if any apps that are negative in any source, sort of the word, uh, that means I would actually... Uh, delete those for these 33 days. Also, it include the heroic minute. This one is going to be one of the hardest ones for me because I like hitting the snooze button. But this means within the first minute, I'm out of bed when my alarm goes off. There's no snooze button for 33 days. Um, this would also include exercise three to five times a week. Now, this means this means getting your heart rate up, heart rate up for at least like a half an hour for those three to five days. Some of you, this will be easy. Some of it will just be a little more difficult. Um, if you're looking for a different type of exercise program, I can let you know what I, what I would do. Um, but we have a pull-up bar. I have my TRX bands here. We can be creative. I can buy jump ropes. I don't care. Uh, we can have fun. Um, we also have in here, this is one I wanted to add in here, uh, for third, every, every day on the, 
for that 33 days to pray a new litany. It's called the Litany of Patience. To pray that every day it's really good. Like the first stanza, you always pray the words, deliver me, Jesus. The first one is like, from my desire to control everything. Deliver me, Jesus. Which I think is like so straight to the point. Because we're giving control over. So it's like a really good thing. Um, There's also, uh, if you don't go to Mass during the week at all, to go to Mass during the week at least once. Go to a daily Mass. Most of you probably do that already, but that's important. Um, There's also to pray the examine daily. Uh, That'll be on page 188. If my, if I got the right version here, this is not the right version. I'll find you for you. But there's a, there's a version, a a version that has um, an acronym called Baker that I teach people when they go through their examine prayer. So for the first thing I do in my examine prayer is I count all my blessings for the past 24 hours. So B is for Baker. And then I, A, ask the Holy Spirit where a K killed Jesus. One major sin where I offended Jesus the most. And then I repent of that sin. So B-A-K. And then E is to spend time in God's embrace. So whether that's with the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit, or a saint, um, to do that. And then the R, make a resolution to not K, kill Jesus anymore. So Baker. Um, that's, what I, that's what I use. I found it to be very helpful because most of us, when we do our examine, we focus on all our sins. And St. Ignatius of Loyola, he said to focus on God's blessings. To take a 24-hour period. Um, and then you have to figure out what time works best for you. So for me, uh, I do not pray well at night. I just fall asleep when I do it. And it's a, I'm like a dodo bird or something like that. So I like to do mine in the morning. Um, that's how I start my holy hour is with uh, the examined prayer. After I just let God uh, gaze upon me in prayer. And then also, um, I'm sorry, I skipped this one. Also, uh, confession weekly. So that might be a new thing for you, uh, but that would be a, a process, and I'll, I'll do this as well. But it, it's good for accountability. It's good to go to confession weekly, I think, just with the amount of temptations. Uh, the next thing is no social media. So you log off for social media, uh, no video games, uh, YouTube or TV for 33 days. So that's going to be difficult. So everything, again, is done within reason. And I want you just to be reasonable about that because if you're um, somewhere and someone pulls out their phone and they're like, hey, you got to watch this YouTube video, you might say, hey, I'm not watching YouTube right now. Or um, if you're at like Thanksgiving and people are all watching TV and it's not at your house or you're like within reason, if you make a, a, a decision that for this particular day, we'll watch a little bit of TV, that's fine. Um, but with what you can control, okay? So if you if you're um, if you and if you want to use like social media like like a messenger through social media, I don't think that's breaking this at all. If you use it for communication, but I mean like you wouldn't be on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, um, whatever other apps you guys use. Uh, also on here is at least seven hours of sleep per night. Good luck. <laughs> uh, it's just important to make a decision and I would say if you want to learn how to fall asleep faster look at the last three hours of your day what does that look like are you allowing yourself to 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 slide into bed or is it just like an uphill climb and then I'm just too excited by the time I go to bed days some days will be easier than others but the goal is at least seven um, hours per night Uh, also at the meal table maybe you have this rule already but no cell phones 
and then also to pray a daily rosary. So maybe you do that already. I do that. Um, I always say the rosary daily. I do it because it just works. That's how I stay pure as a priest. The rosary is essential for me for that. Um, also, I, I know a lot of your students, you have your cell phone for different things, but it's only devices used for essential communications. But just to cut out like non-essential texting app or internet use. So that means any mindless scrolling through like ESPN. No, <laughs> you're sacrificing that. Or any websites you might check out um, as well. And then this one is gonna be good to think for us as a community. Uh, no gossiping, good luck. Um, but just to make sure when we talk about gossiping, uh, it's important to think if that person was next to me, while I'm talking to so-and-so about them, would I say that about them? Or would I want other people to treat me that way? Uh, for myself, the, the best example of why, what, what kind of damage gossip does is there's a story of a priest who um, had a person come to confession talking about how much she gossiped. And he said, go, what I want you to do is go to the top of the bell tower on town and go there with a feather pillow. And when you get to the top of the bell tower, I want you to rip it open and shake it out all over the town. And your penance is to pick up every single feather. And when you know the pain in your body about how, from pick, finding every one of those feathers and picking up those feathers, you will know the damage about how much your gossip has done to our community. And just like, ooh, ouch. Um, but we want, we want to do that less and less. My I had a friend in seminary, what he did, we'd be in conversation. And he's actually my best friend. He's now a priest. Um, but he would just change the conversation very directly. Or we would, and what I started doing is, because I was never like good at that, I would just start talking about a random topic. And usually for us in Wisconsin, it's easy to talk about the weather. We're obsessed with the weather. Um, or we talk about the Packers. So if you're in a conversation and somebody just says, hey, who do the Packers play tonight as you're talking about someone? It's just a sign to all of us like, yeah, don't want to do that. Um, and also being busy. And what I mean by that is like, sometimes we have to feel like we're, we have to be doing something. I just want to encourage you to like, think about Psalm 46, verse 10, which the first words are be still and know that I am God. But sometimes we have to focus just on learning how to be still, um, which might take time, uh, but that's an, it's an invitation. And then the last one, the last discipline is committing to calling before texting. Like, that's a weird thing to do, right? Actually call someone. Um, but that's, that's a goal. These are all goals, things, that, things to aim for. And then with that faith overhaul option, if you decide to do that, like, I am jacked up spiritually right now, or I know I have other people I could be fasting for, um, doing these disciplines for, then uh, that would also include the anchor uh, uh, groups option. What that means is you attend a weekly fraternity or sorority meeting, which is like fraternity meaning for men, sorority meaning for women, um, and you check in daily with your anchors. So at the meeting that you would have, if you decide to do this faith overhaul option, you would meet with your group, and the first thing you do is you say a quick prayer, probably a Hail Mary, just to open up, and then you would just go around and say, how are you doing at these options? And it's important just to be brutally honest, because vulnerability will allow the group to grow. grow. Um, and then you would just talk about how did that week of, of readings go, what stood out to you, and just have a brief conversation. Uh, I wouldn't say the meetings have to be any more than a half an hour long. If they go longer than that, it might get a little exhausting. Uh, but then you also, in that meeting, you have an anchor. So an anchor, what does an anchor do? When you start floating out too far, 
and you're, you're, you're floating in the waters of the world and you're tempted with lust or you're tempted with anger or whatever it might be, you're going to do a major sin, a mortal sin, then you would text or call your anchor and say, I'm being tempted. Could you please pray for me right now? Which is a total step of vulnerability, but it's important at that first meeting that you choose your anchors and every day for 33 days you check in um, to say, you're going to be my anchor, I need to pray for me. And that might be the person you offer up a lot of your sacrifices for. So in this, above that, it has the word asceticism. So that's a, a, a fancy word for self-discipline. Um, and if you learn the power of no, you'll have a lot more freedom to say no to things. But you'll also be growing in community with a small group of friends. Again, those are two are optional. But you're offering your sacrifices for the conversion of other people as well as an option. Um, and this is kind of a pre-test for us as a community to see if we want to do like the Exodus and Nineveh 90 um, next semester. But I think this would be a good way of seeing do we want to do this. I know some of you are mad, really, really mad at me because I didn't put cold showers on here. Um, that's just not my thing. I, uh, mine was always tepid, lukewarm. I was awful at that with the Exodus program. Um, it was cool for like a day. So, um, but that's just like something that, that if you want to do that with your, with your particular small group, that's on you. Um, but that's just in essence what we're going to offer. And that I'll start on, that I'll start on Monday. Um, before I kind of close up, cause I don't want to take too much of your time. Does anybody have any, any questions or clarifications to make on this? Cause I want to make sure that you, you all remain healthy on this. That's like one of my concerns. If you're like, I definitely want to do the faith overhaul option. But if you're like diabetic or if you have depression or whatever, I want to make sure you're doing this with like a healthy mindset. So is there any questions with what's said here or just random musings? Yes. Um, so fasting on Wednesday and Friday, is there anything like specific with that? Or uh, for sure, no meat. Um, and that would include... Also, like, you know, one normal-sized meal and two small ones. But if you have the gift of fasting, and fasting is, like, not a problem for you. Like, my dad is, like, super good at fasting. I hope I get that gift someday. But if you have, like, the gift of fasting uh, and you're like, I could just do one meal a day, good on you. Like, that's, that's beautiful. And I'll, but make sure it's a sacrifice. It's not just, like, because it's easy. Um, but, if you're, but that's also, again, within reason. So if you're feeling a little bit under the weather, please eat food. Don't fast that day. Make sure you're taking care of yourself because otherwise you're going to knock yourself out worse uh, than you would before this. So, yes? Yeah, and I, I guess like just use reason. Just use reason. So if you're like, that one's going to be hard for me. And, just, and that's also like if you're like, I want to do overhaul and I'm, I'm like, uh, if I'm in my small group, I would tell my small group, Hey, I'm, I'm an athlete. Can I get some type of clearance or clear? And you, you make sure you just communicate and let them know. But there are days, days when you don't practice, that's important too. But a lot of athletes will do fasts and that kind of stuff to help themselves out. So like intermittent fasting is like super popular. Um, but it's also like you, it's also a way to grow in self-knowledge to understand like how your body works with fasting. Mm-hmm. So the, the light ones would be 33 days, 
What was that? We just read so good. We just have the light for him, and that's where we would read 33 days over. Yeah, right. So, so, so overhaul would include this too. Would include this too. Yep. So that would just be important to know um, what to know. Like, and, and we'll have these books available for you. I, I, we had a, a random donor, uh, anonymous donor, um, who was very impressed by you all, by the way. And she is a convert to the faith, which is kind of cool. And Mary brought her into the Catholic Church. So she wanted to help us out. So she donated 50 books for us. Hopefully they'll be in tomorrow. I thought they'd be in by today, but they're not. Um, but she donated those for us, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then, like at the end of all this, it's always important to feast. So if I have some big breakfast uh, for all, all, anyone who does this, um, and at that day, you'll get your consecration bracelet. So, like, if you have one, is anybody else, is, who's all consecrating here already? Okay, cool. So, we have some. So, do you have a bracelet already? Uh, no, I don't have it yet because of nursing program, and they don't want any of that. Darn nursing program. No, that's just yes. kidding. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, the, the chain, like, for me, like, what it's meant is, like, sometimes I've been doing something, and my chain will get caught on something I'm wearing, and, like, the strings come out. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an invitation to detachment. Um, but also, you'll meet other people who will be wearing it. The most famous person I ever met when I was wearing it was Father Mike Schmitz. And I was at the SEEK conference in 2013, I think, in Florida. And he just came up to me and he's like, dude, uh, consecration, brothers. And I was like, what? And I was like, uh, uh, okay. Um, but uh, but then, I, then I actually gave a homily uh, last year at his Newman Center, and he told people that he was jealous of me. So I was like, sweet, win for me. Um, so maybe Mary will give you that grace for it. But, um, but it's also, that, there's that, and you're also supposed to carry a, a miraculous medal with you every day, and that has special spiritual properties. Uh, but then, uh, each day, the rest of your life, at the end of all this, you're called to do an act of consecration to Mary every day. Um, I don't do, like, the rote one. There's, like, a, we'll, we'll have a sheet for you of, like, what the consecration prayer is. What I do every morning, um, at the end of all my kind of prayers I do in the morning when I'm getting ready for the day and on my knees, I pray a memoire. That's my Marian consecration prayer. So if, you're, if yours is a Hail Mary every day, but you're always supposed to consecrate the day to Mary um, the rest of your life and to continue that process of consecrating and, and setting things apart. And then also inviting more and more people into the fold so that they too can do it. But encourage them again, just don't quit because there are going to be days... I, I, I haven't gotten to the readings for one day. Well, if you're going to do it the rest of your life, like, whoop de do. Like, it's going to be okay. Uh, if, you, if you miss two days, um, you can, if you can go back and read them, praise God. But if not, like, you'll, you'll get there. There's going to be days where some days are going to be really easy and some days are going to be really hard. Uh, and that's where also the, uh, the anchor groups will, op- will help you out too. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. Can we add uh, unnecessary purposes to the faith That'd be more of a small group thing. Okay. I, I don't know how much money you all have. I assume college students are poor, so I'm just like, eh, I didn't figure out putting the, the, the um, money in there. But I guess I would say, I don't know what, what a, an unnecessary purchase would be because Black Friday, I don't know if you like, like do your shopping for, um, for like family that day. I, I don't know. So I just figured like, I don't even want to go there yet. <laughs> so if you decide you're a small group, if I'm going to make any purchase over $150, um, to approve it by the group, that's an option. But that'd be more small group. So anchor is different than the light group? Uh, your anchor is in your group. 
someone in your, in your, in your small group, but they would be a person to hold you accountable to basically, to, that you would text every day to say good day, bad day, or please pray for me for. Uh, but you check in every day. And it might be a five-minute conversation, or you might meet in person if you can. That's great. Um, but someone to hold you accountable, but to be vulnerable with, too. To say, I am being so tempted to go out and party. I'm being so tempted with impurity. I mean, at least pray for me right now. It's important to have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you supposed to do the consecration on the same day every year? Is that mandatory? If possible. But I, I didn't do mine. I had... I, my first time I did consecration was on the Assumption of Mary, but when I was trans, like coming here, I was like so busy. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to do it." So I've also done it on the feast day of Our Lady Guadalupe as well. So uh, you can do it multiple times a year if you want to. That's always an option as well. Um, they encourage that when you read the first part of it. It says you can do it multiple times a year. They encourage that, but for most people, once a year is is a lot. And it's always important to ask people like, "When is your marrying consecration date?" And then most people say random names you never heard of, and it's a great way to learn your Mariology so you can understand what half these days are. Because like I learned about so many of them. So and there's and there's on the on the inside cover uh, on the book it'll have that option. This is this this particular version is it is kind of like a light version. It's, there are ones that are much more penitential, um, but I figured we'd start with this and kind of go from there. But just a, an option for us. So yes. How do you recommend staying joyful during the season of looking at the faith overall version? The what? The faith overall version. How do you recommend like staying joyful amidst all the aestheticism? Well, hopefully, hopefully the hopefully the examine prayer will help. Um, a lot of people when they don't, when they get off social media, they feel a lot more free. They realize how much more free time they have. Um, exercising helps with that, and also if you've done the Marian consecration, offer it up for other people. Like getting the focus off yourself can sometimes be very beautiful too. And we start seeing the fruit from that of your sacrifices of thinking like, it's not about me. I'm getting up for my small group member. I'm getting up for my anchor. I'm getting up for whatever. Listening to only uplifting music will help with that too. Um, but again, like everything's within reason. Okay, Sweet. So I did record this. It'll be on my podcast that I run, um, and I'll put it on the, the link on the social media. If you want to share this with anybody else, just let them know what we did. But I, my, my goal, like really, like my goal is to have 50 people consecrated, and I need your help to do that. So I'd like to get 50 of us. Um, I think that'd be a, a, an attainable goal. It'd be a hard goal to get, but for the next you know, few days, please invite people in your Bible studies, people that you see, have you ever done consecration to Jesus through Mary. If they don't know what it is, you can have us in the podcast, or you can have them talk to me, or just say, hey, here's a book. <laughs> you know, uh, We have 50 books. I'd like to use all of them. Uh, I think that'd be a huge blessing upon us as a community uh, to become more selfless and to allow, you know, we can do programs, but I'm telling you, like just doing things, just giving them every, everybody to Mama Mary, it's the fastest way to make saints. It's the fastest way to make saints. And all the saints had a devotion to Mary. Okay, so I'm going to um, just take one of these sheets, and if you, if you desire, if you desire to uh, do the overhaul version, but I want you to, like, really pray about it. Like, look at your schedule. Um, look at your schedule and take time just to say, nope, I'm pretty full. The book, 
and that simple prayer at the end of, the, end of each day would be a lot right now. But if you're thinking, no, I'm kind of losing myself. I'm not happy with the person becoming, or I know I have certain family members who would be great to pray for or to offer that for for their conversion, and I, I think this would be really good for me to, to see what I'm made out of, um, then that would be an option to do the overhaul version. But I want you to, like, to pray about it, not just do it because it's cool, but I want you like, to say, like, no, I think the Spirit wants me to I could really grow here or I could really die to self here in a healthy way uh, as well. So, um, but what I'll do is I'll have, um, I'll have this on Sarah's desk. And then uh, what we'll do for the first, for the first small groups, it'll be, um, at least if you want to, uh, the first small group will be on, on Monday, or sorry, Sunday, uh, just to meet who's all going to do it. And we'll have one, like, just to introduce ourselves after Mass at the 11 o'clock. Okay, so we have like at like 1230 or something like that, we'll quick meet. And then we'll have one at 530 p.m. if you want to go to the evening mass. And then we'll kind of organize your groups for you and we'll, we'll, we'll message you and get that all kind of set up for you um, as well. And if, you, and if you're like, you know, someone who wants to do it digitally, I don't really know how to do Zoom for that kind of stuff. But if you know how to invite people to do things digitally into your, into your group and they want to do this, uh, that would be an option as well. But that's, I am not good at any of that stuff, so I apologize. Um, and, we'll, and we'll get that message up. But I'll put this, this list on Sarah's desk, and then if you want to sign up. But please do pray about it. Uh, but if you're like, nope, I need to do this, you just have a very clear conscience, that's fine. I'm not here to judge you. But I, if you feel like, no, I need to pray about this a little bit, just to make sure that it's, it's a healthy decision, that's fine. Okay? Oh, one last question. I know it's kind of specific, but how long can you pray for? Um... If you know, if you thought about it for a couple of days, you came here like, I, I know, then I would say it's fine. Um, I would say maybe a day or two, just to kind of see what's still kind of stirring. If your decision's like a, a decision of fear, or like, oh, it's all fear, 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 but not like fear of God or how good he is, but it's fear of like, what are other people going to think about me? Can I do this? Doubt, that kind of stuff. I wouldn't make a decision off of that. Um, I would make a decision off of like, no, like, I think this is what I need to do. Or I'm thinking like, College sucks right now. I need something to take my mind off of the craziness. Um, that, that would be a reason for me. But, or I think, like, the saints did this, so I want to be a saint, so I'm going to do this. So. All right, so we'll pray um, a Hail Mary, just asking for Mary's intercession as we make this uh, decision. And then um, we'll all, Sarah, email you all, like, more information if you have questions, that kind of stuff uh, as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.